Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Political Impact. My name is Kelsey Hickman, and welcome back to this week's episode. I'm joined by the my friend from across the seas, the very fabulous Nikki. How are you, Nikki? I'm great. And you? How's everything? I'm awesome. So Nikki is on the show today um, because we have a very unique story of how we met. Uh, I think Nikki brings a interesting, um, different perspective to politics coming from a different place. And she's just the, one of the best. So we're going to have a chat <laughs> and hopefully we can broaden people's perspectives a little bit. So Nikki, first start by introducing yourself, who you are and uh, where you are, really. Yeah, true. So my name is actually Vanessa Woman, but everyone calls me Nikki. I'm Nigerian, born and raised in Greece. So I'm in the very beautiful country of EU. Uh, and I'm studying international and European studies. And I met Kelsey through exchange in Lille in France, which was an incredible experience. And here I am. <laughs> yeah. So the school in Lille, you want to talk a little bit about your personal experience at Sciences Po? Yeah, wow. Uh, exchange. Crazy. Uh, I never expected it to be so amazing, but it was actually a life-changing experience. Like, I had the opportunity to meet people from different cultural backgrounds, have so interesting um, conversations on politics and where they come from, their life, their, their themselves as people, like individuals. Um, and I think the most beautiful thing of this experience was the people, was the fact that I met people who are ambitious and courageous enough to, uh, have, to have dreams and to want to have an impact on, in the society. And that really gave me a great incentive to want to do things for myself too and have an impact as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And you say you study European studies, so that's actually not an option at Laurier, uh, my school, but um, could you explain a little bit of what that entails? Because it's like on the poli-sci track. It's a political science, like, themed um, major. Yeah, it's actually political science, but mostly European-centered, like, in terms of policies, economy, whatever content concerns the union. And that was the concern I actually had when I started this course on the fact that even though it's international and European it's mostly European and I'm both so where the hell is Africa yeah um it is mentioned but not the way I would like to uh but I think the most important is that it's so broad that you can figure your own path by yourself right and you're I mean Europe is such a unique um political entity the european union is a, a multi-organization that's unlike any other and their interconnections exactly. to each other and the way that they um they have political relations to each other is so unique because of just how similar the countries are um so it's yeah so, it's very different from out here <laughs> we're too far away from anyone else to have yeah that. yeah I would say I can I can. imagine and we actually feel that mostly through all these programs like this exchange thing when you actually see that we're not so different as we thought exactly yeah and what was a mm. course that stuck out to you at Sciences Po what was the word sorry like a course that you liked the most or one that really stood out 
I think the one that marked me most was a course which was called uh, Comparing Attitudes Towards the EU, uh, which um, mostly uh, centered on how politically active EU citizens are, how much they actually know about the union. Do they mostly feel Spanish, French, Greek, or do they feel European as well? Um, that that was that was really 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 interesting because at the same time, even though we're I am studying uh, European studies, um, I've realized and uh, that many people of my age don't actually know where they are. I mean, they don't know the reason why they have these rights of actually being European. Yeah, no, absolutely. So where are you studying now? Now I'm still in Athens in uh, uh, University of Paris, continuing my studies and I'm graduating next year, hope so. <laughs> Do you have any further academic plans for yourself? Uh, yeah, actually, I want to educate myself as much as possible, but the goal is to um, further my education abroad. I don't know where exactly, but I really want to build the personality um, and externalize myself because unfortunately, no matter how much I want to grow here, there are so many barriers that set me back because of my profile. Right. Do you want to talk about that? Do you want to, so what are the what do you find are the barriers uh, politically for you in Greece? Yeah, totally. Um nice question. So, uh being an Afro-European, specific, specifically a Nigerian here in Greece, um I wouldn't say it, it's a blessing, but at the same time, uh holds a lot of barriers. Now, um the question is, how accessible can Greece be uh, to someone in terms of good living conditions or a healthy and inclusive working environment, etc., uh, which is not easy at all. Um, excluding the our beauty, um, when it comes to like a daily life here in Athens, um, I have observed um, a lot of uh, systemic corruption in economy, health-wise, education, um, which, um, high, um, except from that, there's also a lot of high unemployment rates, uh, which uh, perpetuates the willingness of Greek people, Greek young, sir, young people uh, to leave the country. And this causes the uh, known phenomenon of uh, brain drain. Um, and uh, also when it comes to like gender or racial discrimination or racial based discrimination, um, the um, there is this continuous sentiment of being left behind uh, as a woman or as a woman of color here in Greece um, in, in, in the sense that when you are in a country where like only last year there were more than 16 feminicides or uh, the representation of women in the workplace uh, is uh, is among the lowest in the EU. Um, this makes um, marginalization of this oppressed group inevitable. Um, and even the like uh, bias 
flowing in your daily life and making you as a migrant, for example, not believe that you're actually, you, you can be accepted in the society and included due to the um, uh, long and tiring bureaucratic process of having documents or the unorganized welfare system, um, the continuous violation of uh, uh, refugees' rights who newly enter the country, all this uh, coupled with the uh, even the recent presidential decree uh, leveling the diplomas of uh, students of um, uh, drama, uh, drama schools uh, with high school diplomas or the recent, the 11 days ago uh, train collision has actually driven the Greek society crazy. Like we're having uh, day by day uh, rioting uh, where people are yelling and crying for their rights. They want, they're, they're asking for questions to be answered. Um, and it's pretty devastating to be honest. Right. So that uh, going to the current event of the train collision, um, how would that connect to systematic Mm. discrimination? Uh, It actually connects in the sense that um, when you see that you, uh, you, whenever you ask for your, 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 your oppressed group to be, to be seen uh, and you cry out loud for basic rights and no one listens. There is a high amount of carelessness, uh, carelessness and imprudence from um, 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 top, top down. Um, it, it, it starts from one sector and it spreads to other sectors as well because even this train uh, thing was not something it was something that was bound to happen because the 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 safety systems weren't there. Even the um uh even EU also denounced the whole thing. But when you see that your demands uh aren't heard, uh it's uh a discrimination that like flows. It mostly touch touches oppressed groups, obviously. Uh, but it's something that would definitely touch uh normal citizen as well right yeah and it's such an interconnected issue it seems like it's in every sector totally it doesn't matter the oppressed group it's all intersected in some capacity. exactly okay interesting and obviously you're very passionate about this issue um and this political issue and that's kind of sparked you to get involved politically um do you want to talk a little bit about um what kind of uh volunteer internship you have going on and how that is yeah. helping yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Like I said, uh, exchange uh, gave me the opportunity to meet ab- ambitious people uh, who want to have an impact. And that uh, made me think that, okay, Greece has its problems, but there are actually people who want to improve things here. So that's what made me to start uh, this voluntary internship two months ago uh, in an in a black owned NGO fighting for migrants' rights and their visibility, their actual visibility. Um, I for, I had the opportunity to meet people of my profile, but in a totally different world in the sense that I met women uh, who 
are so strong uh who uh no matter the 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 barriers they face they're ready to save themselves and their children uh i actually realized how hard it is to be a refugee i mean you leaving your country unwillingly uh due to different circumstances and coming to a country who accepts you but at the same time is not so organized to help you stand still um and um only me listening to their stories and helping them from one way or the other was really really enlightening amazing <clears throat> so like a day to day uh in your volunteership like what do you do what do i do so um i call different uh, uh they are actually doing this program which uh, focuses on the inclusion of migrant women in the workplace um and the whole goal is to approach different companies here in greece uh and introduce this program to them or um um plan different seminars and uh, trainings for these women so i actually approach and call this uh Um, do research on these companies, call the women to participate in our seminars. During the seminars, I translate in Greek and English uh, because most of them are from uh, and English and Greek, sorry, and French, uh, because most of them are from um, French colonies of uh, Africa. Um, what else do I do? I actually an ambassador of this program uh, at the same time. Um I write different articles I um um with their linking and social media the same thing so the whole goal is to like influence as much as you can Awesome that's amazing Um so this podcast is all about being politically active and obviously there's so many different umbrellas and different hats you can wear in order for it to be politically active we see that you know yeah. exchange has inspired you to be politically active in your own community but what specifically does being politically active mean to you yeah that's a, a very nice question actually and um you thinking of what do you want to do with politics is very very important to ask yourself uh as much as you can um i think that even though i mostly denounce the negative aspect of greece i don't believe that things won't change um as if we individuals uh don't actually take action um our whole life is politics so uh and despite the political apathy that i really observe here in greece and in europe in general i think um which roots to uh school family the system in general um it all now depends on me and us uh to um take advantage of our political rights to choose and make a difference um so now asking myself of what politics does mean to me, um i think that the whole point is uh me being a citizen in its whole sense and no matter where i am uh no matter where i step, step my leg in uh so i want to be well informed i want to read way more i want to meet people who uh follow this path to uh and exercise this their urban citizenship 
um, because it's a whole journey, top down and bottom up. Uh, whatever they lose, we win, and whatever we lose, they win. And when I say they, I'm talking about the people who are in their power seats and like the stability. They like uh, being there, nothing moving on because uh, it's in their interest. Um, and like I said in the beginning, it's a blessing for me to be Greek and Nigerian because I feel like I am uh, the link between two different worlds. But the only way I can, I and people of second generation in general can make this bridge accessible uh, is by being politically active. So being politically active is a day-to-day -day thing. Uh, I don't need to wait once in four years to vote, which is going to be my first time in my whole life this year um, to actually make a change because we also always believe that no matter what I do, it's gonna be either the first or the second politically uh, political party. Um, so yeah, the whole thing is just to, I just want to learn uh, to be a citizen. It's a very big word, but at the same time, we don't realize it. It's true, no, we don't. And to be a citizen, to you might be a different understanding than or a different um definition than someone obviously in Canada and I think we talked about that at length um during our exchange and just com the comparisons and the contrast but also to find out how similar we both are um being optimistic totally. in a very negative negatively lit world sometimes mm -hmm. can be very hard um I sometimes say you know I want to change the world and now I just want to survive the world um yeah. but I still believe in the in the changing of the world and and people like you inspire me to do that every day um why do you believe it's important for students specifically to be a part of the conversation uh because the future literally is us i mean uh it it's all on in our hands and we we can't we have the privilege to be to have to live uh to have so much information from everyone bombarded uh with different is known to make us maybe think too much or uh, act too much. Um, so the more we, the more we read, the more we speak, the more we. I think we have we have left this period of time that we just want to do our best and work as hard as we can. Uh, we have started speaking up already uh, through different gatherings, different manifestations. We are we are actually active through social media. Uh, it's just that maybe because our leaders disappoint us even more, uh, more and more. We we also enter this uh, loop of se selective apathy. Uh, but the more we realize that what we are doing is already political, uh, the more we will be motivated to actually uh, influence as much as we can, because whatever we do, uh, will come back to us. I mean, we are we are already, we're the leaders of tomorrow and we don't need to be the prime minister of the country. We, we are already leading in our own way. No, 100%. And you mentioned like we have all these different new, our generation has all these different new avenues uh, 
tech technological avenues, social media, the internet, um, that give us this instant gratification and instant information and at an abundance, right? The the amount of information we can like look up. Uh if I typed in Greece um train collision, the amount of articles that would come up in different languages, um, in different ways to understand exactly. by different disciplines. And I don't think that that's necessarily utilized in traditional politics. Um because that itself is being politically active and it's not necessarily how we define being politically active as a default default is like oh mm-hmm. you vote and you're part of a party and that's it but that's not and necessarily that's it. it right we we're posting on social media and we're we're talking to our friends about different issues that concern us and that is being politically active and i think if we can continue to evolve that definition I think a lot more people are going to be inclined to do the traditionally politically active things. Totally. Exactly. I totally agree. And um, so I think that's what we would say to encourage students to get involved in politics, right? Is to just say, mm-hmm. I, I mean, going on exchange for me, I, I also agree with you and I'll emphasize that you met so many people that are your age from all over the world that, felt just as passionately about um, changing the world and politics and just, um, Mm. you know, they just, but from different, but from different walks of life, but coming to the same conclusion. And different perspectives. Yeah. Different perspectives, but coming to the same conclusion. Oh, I want to change this. Oh, I want to tweak that. Oh, I think this is a problem, but, oh, I think this is really great that my country does and your country should implement that too um I learned a lot about um well what you were talking about about minority discrimination and I also learned a lot about um what different countries are doing for the climate Mm. crisis um and what different countries have implemented uh we had a lot of friends from Sweden and um and like the Norwegian countries and they Mm. were talking about um their country's route towards um being more sustainable and those sort of things haven't really implemented yet in North America, but they're going to be. So it's interesting to get those perspectives for sure. Was there Mm -hmm. a conversation that stuck out to you or that changed your mind on anything? Mm, I'd say uh, the whole talking about uh, Nordic countries like Sweden, Norway, Denmark, um the whole fact that they've always been known as the developed countries of the eu but um in a minority um uh, group's perspective um the there is still really intense uh racism maybe not as greece but i think it's more systemic there uh and uh it's still harder for these communities to um um to stand still and to like defend themselves in different sectors absolutely yeah but yeah so we'll just um wrap it up here is that uh can you name one strong role model you have in politics or that has inspired you can be in your life or on online or someone Mm. i think uh that should be Fela Kuti. He's not exactly, he's a singer actually from uh, Nigeria who died around 90s, 1960s. His mom was the first woman who 
drove a car in Nigeria and she was an activist actually. Um, so he has really inspired me through his songs because he was the one who started uh, denouncing the whole corruption um, inequalities in uh, Nigeria through his so songs through Afrobeat. Uh, he was really criti criticized and maybe one of the reasons why he died was that. Uh, but one uh, some of his lyrics from one song that he said was that uh, white people didn't teach us anything. Uh, we were the ones who opened their eyes. 500 years of slavery, we opened their eyes. So this made me think of the fact that um, we, uh, Africa in general, hasn't been treated well. But the fact that we passed through all these difficulties and barriers has made us stronger uh, and even more innovative and creative because it was never easy. And that, I also feel that uh, I have that sentiment here in Europe too, even though things are easier, obviously. I know that it's it will still be harder for me to get there than someone else who is of a more privileged class. Uh, right. But at the same time, uh, it always makes me stronger and make us stronger in general. Absolutely. So yeah, I think Felakuti is in my heart. <laughs> That's a great answer. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Nikki for joining us today on the political impact. It's been such Thank an you. I know you're going to change the world. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki.